Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'd like to take a second to tell you about our new friends from Ticket Blitz, the official ticket provider for Mazodcast. Unlike other ticketing providers to sneak into extra fees and unexplained service charges at TicketBlix, the price you see is the price you pay. Unnecessary fees shouldn't prevent you from seeing the sporting event, concert, or Broadway show of your choosing. Go to TicketBlitz.com and enter the promo code ARMCHAIR at checkout to receive 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com. Promo code armchair. Ticket blitz, guaranteed seats, guaranteed emotions. Gonna throw it. Slam. This bugs for you, Mizzou. Johnson, and he's gone. Touchdown, Missouri. You don't get no better than that, man. Tigers trying to turn up the tempo on second and five with a 40. Bryant with the time. The pass is caught. And a touchdown. Hand off to Roundtree running left. Gets 35 to the 40. Left sideline around the back. This is the Mazad Cat. Howdy, Tiger fans. Welcome to the Mazadcast. I'm your host, Brennan Anthony. With me is Caleb Bungart. Not joining us today is Colin Anthony because he is God knows where in the depths of parenthood with his new baby. Fucking poor Colin. I know. Get it together. I don't feel for him or anything, but that poor Colin. (laughs) We're kind of having a non-sports related show today, I guess, Caleb. Is that the way you... I mean, semi-sports it's related. Kind of, it's kind of sport. It's sports slash music. It's an entertainment show. That's right. That's right. Where uh, we're, we just decided to record sort of a pop-up podcast because, I mean, the basketball team's sucking ass right now. They just got beat by Arkansas. They're like, I think they have one win in SEC play. But something's been going on in social media that's sort of strange. There's a uh, was a viral video of some uh, kids rapping some some. You know, very stiff white kid rapping that got trashed, absolutely fucking thrashed back in 2012. And somehow a lot of SEC groups and SEC fan bases have just suddenly discovered this. Somehow it got re-brought back to life. It's just been popping up on our feed and all these people mocking Mizzou and this rap song and this video and we, I don't know about you, Caleb, but I remember when it came out and I remember like seeing it and be like, Oh my God, this is, this is the worst thing I have ever seen. And, uh, and now it's back to life. So we wanted to sort of explore that. And we have a guest today. His name's Andrew Carter and he was one of the three of the stars and creators of that video and that song. And he's going to explain himself. Oh, it's going to be fantastic to hear from Andrew. <laughs> I, re- I remember the I remember the video vividly. 
I remember their second video, which I I disliked way more than the first video. The second one was like a country version where they're out in the field. And, uh, yeah, lots of auto-tune. Yeah, it was very heavy. It was the auto-tune era. And, uh, you know, it was a weird time in our nation's history and in the Internet world that uh, a lot of fan bases were making these sort of <laughs> videos. I think it's like access to the to the technology to be able to put out your own music video uh, was so at your fingertips and a college kid could afford it. And so they, people did it whether they should have or not. And um, for some reason it really caught wind with Mizzou and it became super viral. And it was a big thing back when Mizzou basketball was very hot and uh, and now for some reason it's it's back to life. So um, we've got to live it well, down eternally. Out of the cellar, yeah. <laughs> they, they drug it right out of that cellar and brought it back to the forefront. Yeah, it was a it was a uh, it was a tough time for all of us when we saw that video. It was kind of like the ring where you can't unsee it, you know. Or uh, yeah. have you seen Bird Box yet, Caleb, on Netflix? No, my wife's watched it and told me about it, but I have not, uh, I've not bird boxed it yet. I've heard it suggested that whenever the people go crazy in bird box, they see something and go crazy. This is what they saw. This video is what made them go insane. You know what I kind of find this funny though is we're getting made fun of by, you know, Arkansas and Tennessee and, and these schools. And, you know, I guess if we're going to get made fun for something, it might as well be this video and, not our football coach getting in a motorcycle wreck with one of his employees or one of our coaches hiring prostitutes. Right. Um, things like that, you know, at least we're getting made fun of for some kids that made a video. That's right. I'll take it. Well, why don't we get to it now and hear what Andrew has to say about the genesis of that video and how he's dealt with the uh, celebrity and the backlash of it. Can't wait. This is the Mazzotcast. What's up, Mizzou? Tiger Nation, baby. Hey, Tanner, you got something for us? Yeah, man, we home a freestyle song. No problem, man. One take max. You think we can do it once? Easy. Where's Coach A these days, anyway? Arkansas? Ah, come on, Andrew. Nathan hate, man. You know the worst thing about Arkansas? What's that? It's got Kansas in it. No, we're not knocking on the door. We're busting in. About six or seven years ago, uh, Mizzou underwent one of the hardest times in the program's history. There was a video that launched on uh, YouTube, and it uh, quickly went viral. And I think for some reason, some South Carolina, Arkansas people got a hold of this video and treated it as if it were new. It was a rap video made by some uh, Mizzou students at the time, and uh, it was sort of, I don't know how you put it, uh, lambasted amongst the entire sports universe. We wanted to revisit this video because uh, it it had been stirred up again recently, and so we went to the source. And uh, we have with us now on the phone Andrew Carter, who is one of the one of the three gentlemen who created, you know, I, to say that it was uh, one of the biggest problems in the university's history, I, I think that's maybe doesn't speak properly about what this video was, Andrew. It was it was one of the biggest disasters in our nation's history. Is, is that accurate or is that unfair? 
<laughs> Everyone's uh, entitled to their own opinion. I'll say that. <laughs> okay. So and I respect those. Yeah. I respect it. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there was a, there was a tr- um, online social media trend in t- 2011, 2012, about that time frame. And, uh, people were making like these, these rap videos, um, celebrating their school among, amongst other things. I don't know. And, uh, a few guys wanted to get in on that trend. And this is how the d- video developed. I don't want to speak for you, Andrew. Why don't you tell us about the genesis of this video? And I think the question a lot of people were asking, like, is frankly, what were you thinking? <laughs> So I guess I can just say it was typical college. I don't think a lot of people think about a lot of things they do in college. I will say this. I get it all. Like I, I understand where everything is coming from. Look, I worked in in sports broadcasting for many years before I'm doing what I'm doing now. And uh, I get sports are fun and fans like to do whatever they can to make fun of other fan bases and all that. And for that, I, it stinks that we we added some fuel to the fire there. But to say I regret it or we would never do it again would just be a plain lie because uh, it's kind of funny. It's resurfaced because I've it kind of been brought back all these memories for, from seven years ago. And I'm not going to lie. It was freaking crazy. That week was like a 20-year-old expecting a viral video and to turn into everything that happened out of it. I, I never could have imagined it would be as big of a deal as it was, frankly, because that was not the intention. I mean, I know a lot of people were doing it, but it's not like we seeked out, let's go be famous. I mean, it was a typical college decision, a dumb one at the time, but... I say that because we just weren't thinking much. I don't think the decision was dumb. We were just kind of like, why can't we do this? And so over winter break, we all wrote some lyrics. We came back, had a couple brews one night, recorded it. I I have no music background. The the other guys in the video had some. So that's the only reason we even had the equipment to do it. And you know, the video production was pretty damn good because seven years later, it it still holds up. So I think that's part of it. And once it got a hold of the basketball team and they tweeted out, the rest was was history. But to answer your question, the genesis was just, hey, let's do this. It's fun. Our team's awesome. Let's celebrate our team. Uh, let's go around campus and, and, and just have some fun with it. And to think it would ever become what it became would just would just be a lie because we didn't expect it. Well, it's talking about not seeking Internet fame. I should make it clear that uh, Andrew didn't come to us. We sought him out because uh, our Twitter feed had been blown up with this for the last couple of days uh, when some of the SEC fan bases who – you know, don't know Mizzou or think they know Mizzou, uh, came across it and they were just using it as fodder to mock the university. And it was strange because I think a lot of us who had been around had seen it before. It wasn't anything new. And, uh, so, so it wasn't like Andrew was looking for, uh, his 15 minutes again or something like that at all. It was, we wanted to find out what was going on because, you know, Andrew and I talked before we went on air. And I think a couple of times I said, it just seems so, I, I guess why. It resonated. It seems so white. And he, he was kind of like, well, we are white. And, but, but I mean, <laughs> that's but, a great answer, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously though, like it's just, it's typical social media. Imagine the things that would have been out in our parents' days. I mean, everyone has done crazy stuff and there's no place better than college to just do one of the craziest things you could ever think of. And at that time, like you guys mentioned, like, that was a thing in the early 2010s. A oh. lot of people were doing it. So when we had a team that all of a sudden were blown out, whoever we blew out in Madison Square Garden over winter break, and we're still undefeated, and we come back to campus, people are buzzing. I had classes with Kim English, and it's like, dude, let's do something for these guys. They deserve it. Honestly, I think the genesis was we wanted to just celebrate the team, and I knew Kim. I've known Kim for a while now just from work and things like that, and 
It's like, let's make some fun lyrics. Jared Sutton is never going to see the court, but he seems like a cool guy. Let's throw him in there. Let's celebrate the whole team. And we'll, we'll send it to the guys and maybe they'll like it. And honestly, they did like it. I've got news that they played it in the locker rooms. I hope that's not why they lost to Norfolk State. I think that team was awesome. <laughs> but like, I don't even think you want to throw that out there because <laughs> people will jump on that. Yeah, but, but they, they seem to enjoy it. And I think that was the point. And it was just the perfect storm of, we had good videography. It was just cheesy enough. It was fun enough in an age that the rivalry was as strong as ever. And the internet just took over and does what the internet does. Well, so I want to, uh, I want to dig in and do a little, uh, I guess film critique of it because okay. the, the video itself, and I'm sure there were people who, who you've been in touch with who really liked it. Uh, but the, obviously there was a strong backlash against this video and there's still, because they're still at seven years later, obviously. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so it seems like, it seems like just, I don't know. The backlash back then was bad. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like it, on the internet, for example, when we walked around campus and people saw me, like no one said anything to my face. They, they couldn't. It was, you know, send me emails and stuff, but not, or, t- well, or tweets. Do you think people actually recognized you on campus? I mean, do you think people who didn't like the video saw you and made an active decision not to confront you? Or do you think they just didn't know who you were? You know, that's actually a great question. Um, all I can say is there were multiple times people came up to me and talked about it. So I like just out at Harpo's, you know, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of times it'd be a little tap on the shoulder and it was just like, I don't know if I should say this, but I've seen it and type of deal. So it at the time, I just think it, it was seen by everyone in the university. So I'm an average looking white guy for sure. So not everyone noticed, but I never had anyone come up to me personally and say the things that were said on the internet. So it's just kind of an interesting case study of how that, all that works. Well, sure. It's kind, of, kind of funny after you all did it. I had a buddy who lives in Columbia that works for Landmark Bank. And mm-hmm. Landmark made them guys do two or three of those videos just like that one. For I mean, rapping, they made them wear backwards do-rags, all that. So, I mean, like, you guys spawned something out in Columbia for businesses to do at that well, point. Honestly, like, if you think about it, Arkansas has a video, too. I think the Arkansas guy is the one who tweeted it out. Every school has one of these. I really can't tell you why ours became such a big thing it was because there's no. it was one of many at the time. And so I don't know if it was the fact we got in Mizzou Arena. I don't know if it was just, like I said, our videographer, he was really talented. It was my buddy's brother who was doing it professionally down in Branson. That's probably where we went wrong because looking back, I probably would have made it clear that this was just a for fun thing and we don't think we're real rappers at all. <laughs> um, but the video quality was so good that I was like, shoot, this is a real music video. So yeah, yeah I just didn't put my thought did. into it. You were on the court too. I mean, you guys get access to places, you know, that made it look, Looks really good on the video. That's a story in itself, how we got on the court, and I will never, never tell what happened now. <laughs> well, well I, I, I see what you're saying about the video quality because I think there are a couple factors, I think, that made people – that people had negative reactions to. And I'm going to go ahead and include myself. I did not love it when, right. <laughs> when I saw it. Fair. I, I, I understand, and I do not – I do not – have any problem with it. Yeah. And so that I think part of it was that because the video was so good, it seemed like there might have been a level of, of a, of a lack of self awareness, you know, that like you see it and you're like, wow, these guys are doing the best that they can. And this is what it is. And, uh, when I said it was like, it seemed so white. I don't mean it like I, obviously you're white guys, but I'm a white guy. I'm like German Dutch. And I watched that and I felt like Wesley Snipes. 
because um, I don't know if you all had the same medical condition in which you aren't sure what to do with your arms when music's playing or if that was just uh, part of the choreography or, or what. But um, I, I'm curious what you think spawned most of the negative reaction, whether it was just a pylon effect or if there were elements specifically that make people be like, oh, I want to trash this. Well, I will say, if you feel like Wesley Snipes, you guys can give it a go and see if you get some pub here on the music <laughs> map. Uh, I would love to see you do a lot better than we did, but uh, I mean, I am Norwegian. That's pretty white. Yeah. Um, so no, to, to what you were saying, though, like I guess the real reason we got backlash was two things. One, it was the time that it happened. Mizzou and KU, at the time, the rivalry had never been bigger than that moment. It was the last two games we were ever going to play each other. Both teams were in the top five. So there was going to be trash talk no matter what. Now, when a group of guys like us come out with a video that's super goofy, like I'm not going to lie, it really was, of course that's adding fuel to the fire. I think the problem with Mizzou fans is like once Kansas fans started pouring on, they started to feel insecure and they're like, I need to hate this too because I don't want to be associated with it, which is which is fine. But at the end of the day, it was just a thing that was for fun and we really just loved our team. So why people hate it is because we represent a lot of things that – you know, we're going to, we're college educated kids who are probably doing something that is outside of their comfort zone and it's goofy and it makes people uncomfortable. So it's the easy thing is, is to hate it and, and feel like it represents your university. That's fine. Um, but I really think partially it wouldn't have been as big of, as it was if it wasn't for the teams being so good and like Kansas City radio picking it up because it was just another storyline in the big week of the border rivalry. Caleb, what was your reaction whenever you first saw the video? Well, it was, it's like I said, with with my buddy that did one. So I'd already seen one that was similar to it. It was almost like, you know, they're almost identical to each other. So it was almost like you guys got paid to do it because your production was so good. Like, yeah. somebody, and like somebody paid I, to get it all done, professionally done, going from there, something. You know, it, it's, it was cheesy. I mean, it's over the top. You guys, like I said, you got on the court. You had production quality that did that. You got a hundred people to come out. So, you know, it was just, I'd say you either, you got loved or hated. Did you get laid off of it? I mean, at least I, mean, I was in college. I was, do- I was doing pretty good. I'll say okay. that. Okay. Well, that's all. I mean, if, if, <laughs> if you're in college and you did something like that and you got laid out of it, I think it's a success. That's <laughs> what I'm going to judge it by. Yeah. For, you could have a thousand negative tweets, but if you get some pussy, I mean, for, for that's, <laughs> I mean, it's a, that's win. a win in my book. <laughs> and speaking of wins, you know, it was on YouTube. It got a zillion views. Did you make any money on it? That's a great question. And I'm ex- excited to answer just for, because I don't think people realize the power of YouTube, especially at the time. That video was up overnight, if I remember, because we are digging deep. I know it hit over the 500,000 view threshold in a couple of days. But what happened was when it went viral... There were two things that we could have done. A, just take it off because we're embarrassed and we don't want anyone to see it and act like it never happened. Or B, embrace the crap out of it. We did it for a reason. It was for fun. We're not going to take ourselves seriously. Keep it up. And then when we found out we could make money off of it, that was a no-brainer. So we added some um, ads on YouTube. And if you don't know how that works, every time you see an ad before a video, if you just click on it, even if it's accidental, a portion of that view is worth a certain amount of dollars. And you guys kind of get this with your podcast and ads and things like that. So we got a percentage of commission on all those clicks um, from YouTube. So in just under 48 hours, we made 16 grand. And there were, there were, there were four of us. So the, the main three and then the videographer were like, come on, that dude, he killed it. So he's involved. 
four of us were like, we're about to make a lot of money. The problem was the NCAA emailed me and had a cease and desist letter from their lawyers saying we were using the player's likeness and we couldn't profit off of the players because of the lyrics. So they made us take it down off of iTunes and also of YouTube, but they did say we can keep the money. So my spring break was paid for that year because I was handed a check for four grand just for putting the video up for a little over 24 hours. <laughs> Another win. <laughs> but you, I mean, you guys, uh, you get made fun of, but you made money and you got laid. So uh, I think you guys win this battle. Yeah, I, my biggest regret is that there are, a, you know, I'm a huge Mizzou fan. I love Mizzou, and I hate the fact that it's used as ammunition for other fan bases to make fun of us. But as I was saying earlier, it's just like, Maybe it is the most Mizzou thing ever. We are not the most blessed school. We are not the most <laughs> blessed fan base. Um, and one day we're going to win and it's not going to matter. If we would have won that year, no, it would, no one would have cared. It actually probably would have been celebrated because if they would have went on and won, uh, it didn't help what happened with the team. But seven years later, looking back, I mean, everything that happened from meeting people that love the video. I had a mom who got a hold of me, her kids, their, their dad had recently died. They didn't want to leave the house. They weren't excited. For some reason, they latched onto that video. They played it all day, and she said it really changed their spirits, and we sent them some shirts and got to meet them. And, like, little experiences like that, I mean, I would go back and do it over again every time. Tell me a little bit. You had mentioned uh, off-air about uh, <laughs> being in touch with ESPN in regards to this video. Yeah, so that was that was the most uncomfortable I've ever been because game day came for the, the Marcus Denman win, which was the greatest game of all time. And at the time, the video got played on – Sports Center and other areas. So producers kind of got a hold of it. And I got a call in class or email saying they want us to perform on game day. And th this is the craziest story of all. So they wanted us to perform. And I literally said, we are not comfortable doing that. It was a joke. I'm not a rapper. I can't do this live. Like I can't. And to be honest, we don't really want to. Now you're 20 years old and you're being asked to be on game day live. It's really hard to pass up. So we, we kind of compromised and we had this whole plan to come out with fireworks and they'd play the song and it'd just be like a hype up thing. Well, Therese Paler at the time was the Mizzou beat reporter. He got word of it and the school actually called ESPN and had him cancel it because they thought the lyrics were too, uh, they weren't sportsmanship enough because we were calling kind of calling out Kansas. So the funny thing, if you go back and look at the video, Jay Billis, all those guys came out to fireworks. They broke down a door when they came through the tunnel the reason being ESPN bought all this stuff thinking we were going to be on it. And then all of a sudden the school pulled out and didn't want us to do it. So they had all this stuff that they just had to use because they bought it. So it's the cheesiest intro to game day ever. They came out and they're like, and now Jay Billis, because they were just trying to use the stuff that they expected for us. So they, uh, it was weird. ESPN did give us backstage passes though. And we met some really cool people, including Billis and uh, got to hang out at game day. And they ultimately were what allowed us to sneak into the Kansas game at Allen Fieldhouse for the second version uh, that year. So a lot of crazy stuff happened. It was, it was a wild week. Obviously we talked about the fact that it has uh, kind of cropped up for some reason again recently and it, it just cropped up into our feed. We noticed it, but you must encounter this kind of thing all the time. I assume this is not the first time that it, it sort of has new life. I assume. Yeah. It on the internet is forever. That is not a lie. Uh, I, I hear about it in some way or form, if not every week, monthly, just, just for, if it's a friend or a, a friend's parent who reaches out or someone who finds it on the internet, 
as crazy as I met a kid in mid Missouri on the ski slopes in Colorado who had me meet his family. Cause he, he we were in the same like snowboarding class and he, he called me out and said he recognized me. And so I was like, what the heck? I'm in freaking Colorado on vacation. All right. So to your point, yeah, it comes up a lot, but this was probably the longest stretch of quiet. Like I really thought it was finally buried. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I woke up this morning and here we are. So. Uh, it's probably something that'll stay with me forever, but I try to keep positive and it, it was fun. So no regrets. When you all made a bunch of money on this, were you thinking like, well, we should capitalize on that, keep making videos and just reel in more dough from YouTube? No, I really think it was a one-time thing. We were just going to cash in the way we could with that video. And and once the NCAA had cease and desist, they said, you know, you can make money off it when all these players graduate, but that's that was too much work to really care a few years down the road. And um, if some people know, we made a second video as a country version um, called SEC Bound. It honestly was a middle finger to everyone because we had so many people saying, you're so serious, you think you're real rappers? And they, you know, just just taking it for what it wasn't really. And so we made the second one really just say, we don't care what anyone thinks, we're doing this for fun. Um, but ultimately, we never were going to try to turn it into anything more than it was. I, I don't even know. It's so, it's kind of a surreal thing because, um, my all day long, every time I've gotten on Twitter, a new group has, has referenced it. And it's kind of frustrating, I think, from a Mizzou standpoint, because like I said, I, I didn't love the video, so I can't really defend the video, but I can be like, this is six, seven years old. Like, you know, if you're going to go after us, like <laughs> this is starting to be history now. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff we can go after Tennessee or South Carolina or Arkansas from the last seven years. Absolutely. And so when we see all this, well, we don't belong in the SEC shit. It's, I, and I don't know what, I don't know. I, we love to go back and forth with people. I don't know what the right response is. Well, I can tell you this. They would all do it if they made $16,000. Yeah, absolutely. And got laid. Well, I, I think it's more interesting that I think the problem is more than half the people seeing it today think it came out and dropped today. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, oh, it's that, no that's the classic internet, whether you want to talk politics, fake news, videos that go viral and people not actually figuring out what something is before they decide to have an opinion on it. I mean, it really is interesting that I, I mean, we saw people quote tweeting all day, like, what the heck is this? Can't believe these kids did it. Like we did it today. I mean, this was, this is history. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I will. I don't know, man. It's like I know you didn't like it and you can't defend it. And a lot of good things came out of, out of it for us. It's just one of those things where it is what it is. And thankfully, we never took it too seriously because I, I feel like we could have really well, taken it personally. I think, yeah, you're exactly right. If you guys would have took it too seriously, it could have had adverse effects on, on all of you that did it and were a part of it. So my question is, you know, you became obviously rap stars after that. And, uh, if you would, if, you know, if you'd have been invited to award shows in the, uh, in the hip hop industry, who would you have liked your celebrity hip hop girlfriend to be? Uh, or Nicki Minaj, perhaps. I don't know who, what mo would most embody. Did, did you have a group name, by the way? Like, it, so this what, is where people should have known we weren't taking ourselves seriously. Our group name on the video was fifth down. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a pretty clear right there that we're, we are more having fun with the history of our, of our university than taking ourselves seriously. <laughs> All right. Uh, who would I bring to an award show? That's tough, man. Um, again, I wasn't a rapper. I didn't even, I like hip hop. I, w I grew up enjoying, um, different rap. I'm from Chicago, so it's pretty prevalent, but 
it's not like I was invested in the industry and I really wanted to have a career in it, no matter what people thought when it came out. I mean, we had radio things like, are you trying to turn this into a career? Do you think you're Eminem? <laughs> like, man, no, <laughs> not at all. I tell you, one of the best comments I saw um, recently uh, about this video, somebody, uh, yeah, not a Mizzou fan, wrote, uh, these kids were clearly not bullied when they're young, and it shows. And uh, I think that kind of embodies I had an older brother that kicked my butt a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So So, uh, to counter, I don't know if you guys saw it or caught wind of this, but Michael Porter Jr. tweeted today, and he said, not going to lie, this thing bumped back in the day. And then he he deleted it, but I wish it would have been screenshotted because I I think there was a demographic when it came out. Those that were 20 to 30 up felt really really uncomfortable about it. And those in like junior high, high school in mid Missouri were like, this is the coolest thing ever. I can't wait to go to college. So <laughs> it, there's kind of this age gap of respect. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, to close this out, I guess, but like I said, first of all, what would be your guess? The positive to negative ratio, the responses that you got, uh, probably 30 positive, 70 negative. And to the people that were giving you negative feedback, Seven years down the road, this coming back to life for no good reason. What would your what would you say to somebody who, who, if they did physically come up to you and be like, "I saw that video you made. You embarrassed my school. I hated it." What were you thinking? How? What? What's your response to everybody out there who feels that way? Pretty simple. Just don't take life so seriously, man. I mean, I love my university just like you do. And and if someone, literally, if it wasn't me and someone else was in that video. I probably would watch it and be like, gosh, really wish that didn't happen because I, I, I don't want people to have fuel to make fun of my university. But I would respect the hell out of those kids for going out there, putting themselves out there, you know, writing lyrics about their team, loving their team, because at the end of the day, that's, that's really what it was all about was our love for Mizzou basketball and wanting them to really succeed that season. So um, I don't think there's a better time than college to do something out of your comfort zone and have fun with it. It's not like once I got into my professional career as a TV broadcaster in the sports industry, I would have ever done anything like that. It was just the perfect time and place for a moment like that. So I just say, man, if that's what you're worried about, I'm sorry. I feel bad for you. That's probably my response. <laughs> no, I think that's good. And I think one last element that you could add to that to really win people over is while you love your university, you also hated fucking Kansas. And that's absolutely uh, that was the biggest part of it is anything. You know, it was hard when I worked at KCTV five in Kansas City uh, about five years after I graduated. I, I suddenly had to cover Kansas. I mean, I was going to games. I was interviewing Bill Self and I'd been trained for a few years out of college in Oklahoma as I was covering the Sooners in Oklahoma State to be professional, put my biases out of the way and, and really just embrace the job as a journalist. So it really wasn't an issue. But I will say when I got hired at KCTV five and I went to Allen Fieldhouse for the first time since college and walking in there again, that was, that was hard. That was, it was hard not to be a Mizzou fan in that moment and feel a little out of place. I think I watched like the second half is a random game versus like Texas tech in the media room. Cause I just couldn't handle being out in the environment. <laughs> I'm sure it was really tough not to punch Bill self right in the beak. I, I, I have respect for self. He's, <laughs> he's built quite the program. Um, yeah. and, and that's the thing, man, like, I feel like people watch that and they rate someone and think, you know, that kid's such a joke. He has no life. He has no sense of reality. That was more of just a character of myself more than anything else because, because really, I, I, 
I have no problem with Kansas from the standpoint of respect. They've been awesome, and that's that's what made that rivalry fun. And I wish I wish we were that good again because I'd love to have some more trash talk. Well, Andrew, you've been an incredibly good sport considering the topic we presented you with, and I'm glad you've had a chance. I'm sure you've talked about this in the past with people in the media, but uh, I know that since it's crept up again, there's a whole generation of uh, younger students and fans who probably didn't know or just as much likely to not know that this wasn't a new video as the people from other fan bases. So it's uh, I'm glad you decided to come on with us and <laughs> explain what it came about, take a little shit for it, and be a good sport about everything. Yeah, it, it it is what it is at this point, and I appreciate having the time to talk to you guys about it. I, I love what you're doing. As a Mizzou fan, I, I've noticed you guys kind of come out of the woodwork in the last couple of years, and you've been doing awesome stuff, and it's kind of nice to have another resource as a Mizzou fan to listen to and, and get some opinions on stuff. So that's why I want to talk to you guys. Honestly, I really respect what you guys have been doing, so I appreciate it. Hey, on the plus side, my six-year-old thinks that video is fucking awesome. That's our target demo right there. Buddy. <laughs> it, we okay. watched it. We watched it this week. I showed it. Same thinks It's great. It's hey, real it's quick, a- real quick. If people yeah. are wondering what I'm doing these days, I did make that video. It kind of makes sense now that I run, operate, and own a video production company cool. for businesses. We actually work with the PGA. We're going out to San Francisco in two weeks. Um, we cover the PGA in Bell Reve. Uh, we do corporate brand videos. We have some shoots in Kansas City. So the whole point is. Maybe it was a little premonition in my future. I did do sports broadcasting. I love that. But when I the opportunity presented itself to start my own company, we do videos now for companies, and we have them go viral too and make a lot of money off of it. So That's let awesome. it fly media. Hit us up. We'll do the same thing. I, hey, I go to a lot of the PGA events. We should hook up and have a beer. Hey, we can play some golf too. We get some get some good perks in the in the business. Well, it's 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 great to hear that it didn't destroy your life in any way. In fact, it had a positive impact. And uh, thank you very much again, Andrew. Um, good talking to you. Glad we got to meet you and uh, hear the whole story about the uh, the We Are Mizzou rap video. Thanks, guys. Everyone rise up like an oop and say M I Z C O N. When I'm knocking on the door, we're busting in. So, Caleb, uh, has this changed your perspective on the video at all, having talked to Andrew? Well, it actually kind of has. You know, I went into this thinking, uh, I don't know what I thought. I, he, he, he's proud of it. I mean, not to be sound like a dick. I mean, but it sounded like it was a good change in his life. Like, it was everything about it's been positive for him. He went into a business that was involved with what he did back then. He's been successful at it. So, you know. He disarmed you, didn't he? He kind of disarmed you. He's a good dude, that Andrew. I like that Andrew. Uh, you know, <laughs> just watching the video, not a big Andrew fan. I talked to Andrew for ten minutes. Huge Andrew fan. I like the guy. <laughs> yeah, Caleb was saying he's like, I thought I was going to rip him, and then I was like, he got laid. He made four grand. Who am I to blame? Who am I to judge yeah. the guy? You know, he was twenty years old. When I was twenty years old, I was living in fireside apartments in Columbia when the beanery was still around smelling Murray's every day, if someone would have said, make a video, I'm going to give you four grand and some pussy. I'd have laid down on the street and let a car drive over me. 
Who wouldn't do that? So it sounds like you were being offered the opportunity to make a snuff video, Caleb. Well, yeah, I'd have done it. I did some snuff videos back then. Luck- luckily, they're not on the internet. We didn't have the same kind of things yeah. back then as we do now. So <laughs> someone's got a VHS or a Betamax of it somewhere. Well, I'm I was glad to do this because I think there are probably a lot of people like us who saw that video, uh, had the question in their head. What the hell were you thinking? And uh, I was glad to be able to ask it on their behalf. And I was, uh, you know, Andrew couldn't have given a better answer. He humble and took it in stride and was a good sport about everything. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, I don't know about it, the rest of his buddies, but, you know, basically they did it as a joke. And it benefited them greatly. Yeah, and it was a uh, joke. Yeah, it was a joke. They didn't take themselves <laughs> too seriously. And uh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't seem to bother him now. You can... Rip on him all you want, and he's cool with it because yeah. he got four thousand dollars and laid. Yeah, that's right. That'll cheer anybody up. Well, before we uh, sign off, I wanted to say that we are working on our annual awards show, the Ms. Oscars. Uh, they should be coming up in the next few weeks, and uh, we are going to celebrate all things Mazodcast over the 2018 season, football and otherwise. And it's my favorite time of year. Um, hopefully, Colin will be able to uh, rid himself of his children. And join the festivities. Caleb, are you looking forward to the Oscars? Oh, I can't wait. And we can't do this show without Colin. I mean, we're no. we're gonna have to kidnap him, put one of those fucking bird box masks on him or something, and get yeah. him out of that you know house. Absolutely. Maybe you know, we'll chain the kids to a radiator as uh, you know. I think that's how babysitting well, her mother does. Right, right. Get Colin down here. Uh, we'll get super drunk and super other things, and we're gonna have a good time can't be any better than that all right well uh hopefully the basketball team will turn it around give us something else to talk about till then i guess caleb m-i-z z-o-u go tiger what were you thinking Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.